The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast. Today, we're talking about getting strong. You know, it's been a year since our worlds were turned upside down, and I found myself in the last week or so reflecting a lot about what those early days of lockdown looked like and felt like, how afraid we were to go anywhere or run into people while walking the dog, and how bored our kids were, and how distance learning was brand new and frankly terrible, and also how lots of us, myself included, thought we were going to get a whole lot of stuff done. I had big plans of getting every home improvement project done and getting ahead on my work and cooking more elaborate meals. And of course, getting in the best shape of my life. Fast forward a year or so. And last weekend, we finally painted our bedroom. I will never be ahead on work, I've realized, and I still find cooking to be somewhat of a chore day after day. Distance learning still kind of sucks. And to be honest with you, I am not in the best shape of my life. Far from it, in fact. I have found the dreaded COVID-19 just like a lot of you. So today, whether you've always been in great shape or like me, you're always working to get in better shape and get healthier, we're talking about the importance of getting and staying strong at all stages of life and at all fitness levels. Clearly, I'm not an expert on this one, so I've invited fitness expert Mo Atkins to share her knowledge with us. Mo is a certified personal fitness trainer with CanFit Pro. She's got over 10 years of experience in the fitness industry, helping individuals reach their own versions of health. She's trained over 100 clients, giving them the tools they need to live a healthy life in their own way. In addition to being a personal trainer, she also works as a consultant in the fintech industry. She understands the challenges of balancing work, owning a business, having a personal life while trying to maintain your health. Hi, Mo. Welcome to the Everyday Style School. We are so happy to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm actually excited because I know that this is a very passionate conversation for me. So I look forward to this conversation. I love that. So when people apply to be on the Everyday Style School, I do a little internet sleuthing and stalking okay. to okay. make sure that my guests are a good fit for our listeners. And I went to check you out on Instagram and it was everything I expected it to be. It was inspiring. It was a little intimidating with lots of beautiful pictures of beautiful, healthy food. But then I saw a picture of a waffle covered with strawberries 
and ice cream and powdered sugar. And the caption wasn't about not eating stuff like this. It was about balance and not about eating brown rice and salmon 100% of the time. And I thought, yes, this woman can speak our language and she can meet real everyday women just where we are. So thank you for your waffle picture. That was really... I love waffles. <laughs> it's nice to know you're human too. And then the French fry picture really got me because that is like my weakness. You can have the waffles, but I want the fries. Fair enough. All right. So Mo, tell us a little about who you are and how you got started in the fitness industry. Great question. And again, my name is Mo Atkins. I've been a certified personal trainer, trainer for over 10 years. I've actually been an athlete for all my life. I, I played every sport you can almost think of. Rugby. I've played, I've played it all. Um, I enjoy sports. I enjoy, you know, being physically active. It's helped me in my self-esteem and it's helped me grow as a person. And how I got started, again, really more of my love from high school to elementary. In more respects to training clients, I believe, and I had family and friends like, you should train people, you should train people. I was like, no, 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 no. And then once I started my first client, I got hooked. Mm. Like, I love the fact that I can share my knowledge. I love the fact that I can see people grow from, you know, what they thought they could not do. To what they become yeah like the growth aspects of being part of that is like you it's amazing you're a fitness competitor too aren't you like a bodybuilding competitor yes yeah i don't know why i'm crazy but um yes i'm a fitness competitor i'm also a power lifter as well well goodness so there are two different types of sports well that's what i was saying about going on your instagram i was like dang those are some abs that it is amazing. Okay. So you talk a lot about strength training and why it's so important for women. I know you've got three reasons why strength training is so important for women. Can you share what those are with us? The first thing, honestly, um, is the fact that as you age, it helps reduce um, bone loss, making sure that you are able to gain that muscle and prevent yourself from being injured as you age. The second is really self-esteem. I personally feel like, you know, when you strength train, you know, you look good, you're, you feel strong. And the third is if you want to lose weight or you want to see sustainability, you want to strength train because the more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism is. Hmm. I want to go back to self-esteem for a minute because when you said that, I thought about times in my life where I have been very thin, not necessarily super fit, but just very thin. And then I've thought about times where I've been really strong. And I always felt best about my body when I was really strong, when I was, you know, I used to love the TRX suspension classes. And when I could do things, you know, like planks with my feet suspended in the air, like I felt so good about myself and it had nothing to do with how I looked. It had to do with how I felt about myself. And I think that's interesting that you point that out, that strength training is really even just more about how we feel about ourselves and our, our self-esteem. No, I agree with you because think of it this way. Like, you know, if you, some people, yep. maybe their goal is to be able to do a pull-up, right? And then when you finally get the strength to pull up, like the smile and the joy you yeah. get, you're like, okay, I can do it. You have more faith. I honestly, from my experience with certain women, like when they start, first start going to the gym, they're intimidated, right? Then once they get educated and once they build that strength and confidence, it's like your persona, what you think of yourself totally changes. So the fact that you feel like, okay, I'm powerful, it's a good thing because then it shows in your personal life, your work, in your in your own inner self. Does that help? Does that make sense? 
Yeah, no, it totally does. And I also think that, you know, sometimes the scale doesn't do what you want it to do. Like you can do all the right things. You can eat all the right things at the right times and the right proportions. And the scale just doesn't do what you want it to do. But when you're working towards sort of this additive goal where you are working towards something rather than trying to take something away, that is a goal that pull up or, you know, that plank with your feet suspended in the air, that is an achievable goal that if you do those inputs, you can get that result. I love that. I agree with you because again, a lot of people misunderstand your weight, it will fluctuate, but think of it this way. Um, I look different at 140 now than I did 10 years ago, right? So yeah. it's just more of body composition. Don't always go by um, the scale. That's why a lot of times with my clients, I get them to take pictures. Pictures could play a big, um, big role in, your, in seeing those changes if you don't see it in the numbers. Also measurements, right? And sometimes you can be 140, but you're like two inches less in your hips, two inches less in your waist. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So let's talk real quickly before we move on from that about um, strength training as we age, because you said it helps with bone density and protecting us from injury. How does that work exactly? So think of this way. As you get older, you know, a lot of people have are we're more prone to injuries like we may fall. And but that extra ability to maybe prevent that fall, that's first thing is strength. Like if you can prevent yourself from falling a certain way or you can hold or you can sustain because you've built that muscle tone, right? That's mm -hmm. how you prevent injuries. Second of all, and as you strength train, your bone density will increase. And again, you have a little more calcium in it. So most people, if you do more research on it, it's been proven that by doing this, it will improve your bone and density as well as reduce your risk of bone loss. I honestly, like I tell like you have to strength train because if you're walking, you fall. If you don't have the ability to stop yourself from falling, you don't have the stability or the strength to hold yourself, then you have a greater chance of injuring yourself. So it's really both parts together. So it's actually yes. physiologically, your bones are stronger, but also you can withstand that fall yes. or, and, and be more stable. 100%. Okay. So two reasons you got to do it as you age. Yes. A lot of women though are hesitant to add in strength training um, to their routines. They are cardio fans. They are, you know, they walk, they run, they avoid strength training. Why do some women not want to add strength training to their routines? That's a great question. I think, and I know a lot of it's from past stereotypes. Like we see a lot of bodybuilders and we hear about in the industry, a lot of women that do lift heavy weights and they look mm -hmm. like a man. The assumption is that, you know, when you start lifting heavy weights, you're going to start looking like a man. I lift heavy weights. And Jennifer, you can tell me I don't look like a man, okay? <laughs> you do not. We'll just, I'll go ahead and I'll vouch for you right now. You do not look okay. like a man. So yes. <laughs> um, a lot of times you have to understand to look that way and gain that much muscle takes a lot of time and effort. Even if it takes you years, you're going to need to add a supplement. You're going to need hormones. You're going to need a lot of things that, you know, some bodybuilders do add to their daily routine. Mm -hmm. Second of all, um, ever heard of the terminology skinny fat? Yeah, right? absolutely. You can... Yes, you can do the cardio machine, you can do anything you want, but then if your skin is loose, you don't have the bone density, bone density you require, you don't have that firm firm look you want, it's great to weigh 120, 110, but you're, you're not healthy. That's really interesting. A few years ago, I was keto for like three years and I have a lot of mixed feelings on it. We won't get into right now. Too? Yes, me too, Jennifer. <laughs> I, I did this bod pod, this bod body composition analysis thing where you go in like this hyperbaric kind of chamber thing and it gives you your body composition. 
I weighed like 30 pounds more than all the girls I did it with, but I had less body fat than every single one of them. Yes. Like they were carrying a lot more fat than, than I was, even though I weighed considerably more, considerably more. I agree with you. And that's true. If you look at some of those bodybuilders, like they weigh more than you, oh, yeah. but they're carrying 4% body right. fat. So again, skinny does not automatically mean that you are healthy or technically skinny per se. You just look physically to you, but I would prefer strong over skinny any day. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. So let's say that you are an absolute beginner. Okay. Or like I mentioned earlier, you didn't get in the best shape of your life over the last year like you had planned. Where should women start to add in strength training to their routine? It's a great question. I think first of all, you you have to look at where you are physically. All right. And I've I've seen your apps. I've done a little research on you as well and your demographic and your podcast and your environment. I think a lot of women need to start looking at, you know, are you eating enough food to sustain the strength training? Okay. Because strength training will not automatically help you lose all the weight. You have to also look at what you put in your food. The first thing I have when I get a beginner is we'll start with just moving activity wise, like just moving up and down, drinking more water. But if you're past that stage, and let's say just I'm talking to individuals that are past the, day, past the stage that, you know, okay, I am moving a bit, I am doing the cardio, but I want to really start lifting some weights. The first step is, you know, get a dumbbell. I would say no minimum more than 10 pounds, 15. And there's a lot of um, YouTube channels as well as online research. You need to do upper body. Please don't st- don't do all the booty workouts. Okay. Really, it's nice to have a. Why do you say that? Because it's nice to have a booty, but if you can't lift yourself off the floor, what's the point? Like you need to be able to lift yourself up. Like you, I say that. Don't get me wrong. Having great glutes works, but I see, and this is my person. Like there's nothing wrong with having a strong legs and booty glutes, but if you don't have the nice shaped arms, if you can't do a push, if you can't do a pull up, you need to be physically strong, and you need to have a great upper body. I, it's just, I find a lot of women spend more time focusing on that part of their body and not able to work on the upper body part as well because you want that strong frame. When you have a strong back, a strong frame, it helps with your form, helps with your core. Your That's your core. That's your frame that holds you up, right? If you're strong in your lower body, something happens, like you don't have the frame to empower that. That's your spine. You need to have a strong spine to hold your lower body as well. So I, I don't say not to work on your booty, but I just don't want you feel like you need to work on it five days of the week. Focus on building that arms that you look, you see those women that you like those arms that look nice. Yeah. You can do Pilates. You don't have to you can do Pilates if you want. If you want to start strength training, try Pilates. There's a lot of yoga that involves body work. Try that. If you want to go to the gym, the machines are really useful. Start with the machines. And if you really want to take it more intense, there's three type of workouts that I usually do. There are compound movements. Compound movements are um, exercises that involve all more than one body type, so one body muscles. So like, for example, squats. Everybody's heard yep. of a squat, right? And there's deadlifts, right? And there's also benching. I know a lot of women think of their chest, but you can you can lift those boobies up <laughs> with those chest workouts. You can raise your skin up. No, we talk a lot on the show about raising your boobies up. I, I talk about it with bras, but hey, let's let's get there any way we can, right? <laughs> it's more like straining your skin, right? So like that sagginess, you can lift, you can get that firm. You may not, you don't want to look like a bodybuilder, but you need that firmness. You want to make sure your skin is tight and 
as you get older. So starting off with some body workouts like squats and using the machines are a great starting base. And even if you're not, if you're uncomfortable going to the gym by yourself or even want to go to the gym, join Pilates classes, join yoga classes. Those are also form of strengths because they use body movements. So that's something I wanted to ask you about when we were talking about why women um, are hesitant to add strength training. And I kind of took us off on a different path. But the thing that I think a lot of women have been told that is that you don't have to lift heavy weights. You can lift light weights with like more reps. Is that effective? When, what do you consider light? Because light, well, I, five I pounds know. is ridiculous. Okay. Like two pounds, like your bag is your bag, your school bag, your purse, whatever you want to use or whatever is weighs more than that. Your child weighs more than that. You're a strong woman. I would say if you're trying to grow some um, curl, like biceps, mm-hmm. you need a little heavier. Okay. 10, 15. Even then, if you lift heavy, like 20, 25 pounds, the ability to be able to do that as well as the muscle gain and the strength, you see the outcome and you like the shape of your body better. I guess what I've always seen is people talking about if you don't want to get big, if you don't want to have manly muscles, so to speak, don't lift heavy, just lift lighter weights, but more of them. Will that? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, but you're still saying that lifting heavy weights won't make you look like a man, right? But that's troubling. So what I tell my clients is you lift to the point where you like the way you look, right? So um, if you're lifting like, let's say 10, 15, 20 pounds and you're like, okay, you know what? I like the way I look. Now you're just maintaining, oh. right? You're not going heavier. So think of it that way. If you do repetition, you grow, you're basically um, improving your endurance. That's what it is. Repetition. A lot of repetition is endurance, right? If you're looking for more shapely okay. look and more tony, you are going to need to go heavier. And then at the point where you go, you are going heavier and you, you reach the point that, okay, I like the way my arm looks. I like the way my glutes look. I like the way my legs look. Then that's where you stop at that weight. You don't go beyond that. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that does. That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. So let's jump back to um, the exercises that everybody should be doing. And and you're saying really like start with your upper body and your core. I'm thinking of like every strength training class that I've ever done, whether it's body pump, whether it's with TRX. When it, I, I actually really love strength training classes. I can't stand cardio classes. But it seems like the whole class is dedicated to lower body. And then there's like five minutes of upper body stuff. Even like when I've worked with personal trainers, it feels like it's an hour of squats and five minutes of push-ups. The reason why is your lower body is one of the big muscle. You are going to work out more. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you are going to sweat more. So what I'm saying is that a lot of people just spend seven days or five days just doing a lower body. I would say split it. Like when I tell my clients when I do the program, you want to maybe two lower body, two upper body, and one full body workout. You want to balance your body out. Because the reason why I say this, there's many women that are um, what we call quad dominant. So what I mean by quad dominance legs, they work out their legs and then legs get big, right? A lot of them don't want that. Okay. So doing a bunch of squats and doing that stuff, they're like, okay, my legs are getting too big. That's not look for you. But a lot of women want the upper body and the strength, but you have to put the effort to do that. So I think a balance of your body will give you the kind of body structure you want, the look you want. So you want to balance it out. I get a lot of women ask me, I love your arms, but you have to do workout on your arms to get that look, right? And you, if you have a strong back, like... My form, my structure is, is like I'm solid. So someone can almost yeah. like try to come at me. I can stand still because I've built my back. I've built my arms to hold that with standing. And as women, you know, we spend a lot of time, unfortunately, being afraid outside. Like, you know, having possibly being prone to attacks. 
if you can't hold yourself or push yourself off somebody, that's why I say your upper body needs to be in priority as well because it's a defense mechanism as well for your safety. That's how I see it and that's how I train my clients because I know that I can push my boyfriend off my back. I can push him off me. Like if we're playing around, I can throw him off me. So ladies, a great test. (laughs) (laughs) A great test is just, you know, have your significant other or your partner come at you or just come at them. And you can say that we gave you permission to do it. So I have a friend, a lovely friend. She uh, she actually does MMA. Oh, and yes. She, and she and her husband spar, and they have like a sparring ring in their basement. Now she is, I mean, she is strong. She yes. is strong, strong, strong. But I was like, well, that's something different to do on a Thursday night. <laughs> they go down, and they like grapple and wrestle, and yeah, she's a she's she's a strong girl. I'm, I'm always impressed with her. Like I I want I've actually taken some class, and that's the skill set. So, like, let's step back. The reason why I'm really pushing this upper body strength is, you, like, you know, last month was, or March actually was Women's Women's um, Month, right? Mm-hmm. And you know a lot of statistics and a lot of numbers are out there that we are constantly, you know, harassed. You, I don't want only women to think the lower body is the only goal. You want to be able to defend yourself. Like, there's defense classes. And when you do defense classes, they don't teach you to squat. They make you do upper body push. They, they give you... They give you that strength on the upper body part. You want to use strength training as a goal for your own safety and as well for you to make yourself feel good and feel strong. That's that's how I see strength. That training. is really, that's another side of it I haven't really thought of. You know, I took a self-defense class. I don't know. I was like early 20s and I was living in DC on my own and smart thing to do. But you know what they told us was to fall to the ground so you could kick because your lower body is stronger. But I was kind of like, well, that doesn't make sense because then you're really in like a defenseless sort of position. You know, once you're laid on your back, you're kind of, you can't get up and run quite as quickly. Um, But I think that that's not something that I plan on talking about in our conversation today. I think that's a really interesting point about being strong, not just for your looks, not just for your health, but for your safety as well. And, um, you know, this, this is, it is not always easier or safe to be a woman in this world. And I think anything you can do to make yourself safer. And now I'm going to make my daughters lift weights when they get home from school. You can do Pilates, okay? Just body movements. Yeah. No, that's that's really smart. Honestly, don't get me wrong. Lower body, most people are strong because, you know, they have, you have the glutes with it, you have the legs part. And a lot of women and a lot of people are weaker on, on the upper body. When it comes down to it, I've been in grappling situation where i've had my legs down like held on top of me but then somebody's on top of you putting their weight on you if you literally can't try to push off i'm not saying you're gonna be a superwoman but you're gonna have to be able to fight back somehow and to fight back you start you help yourself by gaining the strength that's required to be able to at least prevent something like that from happening or being able to fight back in some form of extent my ladies all the women i train they need to do upper body we work on our shoulders we work on our arms i make them do tricep push-ups and I just, I just say, no, I'm like, you can't lift half your body weight. No, that's not going to work. You need to lift half your body weight. And they do it. Okay. Okay. That's a great goal. That's a great goal. Which brings me to our question. I know a lot of women are pressed for time yes. and it's hard to add another thing in. And if they haven't been doing strength training, maybe they can add, borrow some from cardio. But what are some of like your best bang for your buck exercises that we should add in? Or what are some strength training exercises every woman should be doing? Is it the 
tricep push-ups? Is it the squats? What's going to give us great results in the least amount of time? Great question. Hard question, but let's try. Um, I think the one that everybody hates is burpees. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I hate burpees. No. Uh -uh. Okay. What's the alternative to burpees and don't say mountain climbers? <laughs> None. No, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to say burpees because it combinates like you got your push-ups, right? You got your squats, right? And you literally, and it's an explosive uh -huh. movement. So it involves all your body parts. So if you want, if you don't want to spend um, an hour doing different okay. parts of your body, that's a good one. You can add squats, squats, again, lower body. Again, that's a good one. Okay. A strong lower body is good for you as well. That helps structure your upper body. Again, what I'm saying through the whole entire conversation is just balance it out. Um, I like deadlifts a lot. Um, you, I, you can mm -hmm. try Roman deadlifts. Roman deadlifts are a little different than regular conventional deadlifts. So Roman deadlifts is more like a hinge movement to a certain extent, but it helps work your hamstrings, your, your glutes, your back. It's a full body movement. I would really say work on your upper body, get that dumbbell shoulder press, you know, lateral raises. Those are really good to shape that shoulders and arms. I say this why, because a lot of women, we sit in front of a laptop all day. Okay. And getting that hunch look mm -hmm. is not a good look. So um, improving your, your back muscle and your shoulder muscles will undo that hunch and rolling of your shoulders yeah. and give you that strength. So you're not currently looking like you're about to curl in words. That's funny. I've noticed that over the last year, as I've been home on my computer so much more that my posture's really taken a hit. So shoulder exercises are best for that yeah. is what you're saying. Okay. Okay. And then if you have bands, one of the things I like to do is band pull apart. So you take a band and you pull it apart all the way to almost a straight line. You're going to feel some tension in your shoulders and your back. So doing that will, will help improve your back, your shoulders. It's a great movement. You can actually do that while you're sitting. You know, if, if I'm talking to you right now, we're having a conversation, you have a band. Okay. Just pull it apart just to get that movement, right? Not all exercise has to involve a lot of end and movements okay. or pain or sweating you just want to not feel like your muscles are um, tensing up so sometimes you know rolling out or doing a one or two push-ups and then getting back to, on a call or if you're on a call and you're just a listener do a few squats you just want to make sure it fits in your schedule okay okay is there any other equipment we should add to our home workout routine uh, you said bands are good is there anything else that you really need or that you would recommend Dumbbells. Dumbbells. Okay. Dumbbells. Not two pounds. Dumbbells are a good one. I think with the bands, you can do a lot of versatile. You can do dumb, a lot with dumbbells. If you have a bench, like a nice bench, it's really very comfortable. Also for your routine, I, I'm very big on um, overall wellness. So you need, a, you need a foam roller. A foam roller. Okay. Like I say strength training. When I say strength training, you are going to work out, but you also have to learn to decompress yourself to see the benefits because it will hurt. Okay. So you need a foam roller. Okay. All right. We're going to, we'll link to a bunch of those in the show notes for people listening who are like, I don't know where to get a foam roller. Mo and I will, um, yeah, we'll talk to find, I'll, I'll get your, your favorite picks um, to put in the show notes, but okay. A foam roller, bands, dumbbells. And if you can, if you have space for it, a bench, anything else that would be a good idea to have. And just, a, I'm basically um, a mat where you can do some of your stretches. I'm very for strength training, but I'm also for overall wellness. So you can strength train, but there's no point in strength training if you can't move. So good point. That's why I'm. I know we're having this conversation, but I don't want to mislead your um your your listeners. 
you also want to make sure that you have mobility issues. If you have mobility issues, you want to decompress, you want to be happy. So the foam roller, the stretching, and then once you are released and relaxed and you're not stiff, then you want to do strength training because that will add benefits to you after you've addressed any, any form or structural alignment issues. Got it. Got it. All right. Mo, all of that has been so incredibly helpful. The last question that I like to ask all of my guests is what you would like our listeners to take away from our conversation today. Are there one or two things that you really want our style sisters to take away and hang on to forever? Yes. I think the first thing is um, not everybody is going to look the same. Like don't judge your, your journey with other people, your journey, your health journey, your strength journey, or whatever wellness you're trying to do. Don't compare yourself to me. Therefore, anybody, yours is going to look different. Yeah. Okay. Second of all, and work out, even if you work out, find something that you love, like treat your body like somebody that you love, like you're in love with. You want to make sure that if you do strength training, you know, you enjoy that, that understand that that's a benefit for you. That's for you to achieve some kind of um, goal, not because you want to drop 50 or 60 pounds. Maybe you do, but don't, that shouldn't be your end goal. That should be more of a lifestyle. Also, that's really what I want you to understand. And you know what? You see a lot of nonsense on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Those women don't look like that 24-7. Okay? It's filtered. Right. Just don't compare yep. yourself to anybody yep. out there. I love that. Find your own path. That is good stuff. That is really good stuff. Mo, tell everyone where they can find you on the internet, where they can go look at your Instagram and be inspired and intimidated and um, hungry. <laughs> Jennifer, <for> really? <laughs> And you've got a podcast too, so yes, don't forget to mention you. that. I think um, if you follow me at Instagram at mo.atkins, you can find other platforms. I'm basically on, the, I'm really on mental wellness, health wellness. So follow me, follow my journey. I'm also learning as everybody else is. I'm sharing my knowledge. I also have a um, podcast called Health Your Own Way. As you can tell, a lot of my theme is finding your own path. So like Jennifer, um, we share knowledge Um but more specific in respects to the fact that, you know, we're, we're talking to different ways of finding help, talking to naturopath doctors, discovering different type of health services out there that you might never have heard of that could benefit you. I love that. And we are going to have all of those links in the show notes. Don't worry about writing anything down or remembering it. Everything will be on this episode's notes. Mo, I just want to thank you for being on the show and sharing your perspective on health. I think it is really just refreshing what you talk about in finding your own journey and making it personal for you. Uh, but also thank you for sharing the importance of strength training for a lot of reasons. It, this has just been an absolute pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you. I appreciate this um, opportunity. Any, any questions or any follow-up, feel free to reach out to me. I just really want women to understand that don't be afraid. Half men in the gym don't know what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> just letting you know, half of them don't know what they're doing. <laughs> just letting you know. I'm going to half. I don't know what they're doing. That is the perfect, perfect note to leave it on. Ladies, have a stylish week, and I will see you next time. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.